0: Welcome into the podcast that brings listeners directly to the intersection of sports and entertainment through the lens and incomparable style of Dick Butkus. Direct from the 312, join hosts Matt Amendola and Matt Butkus as they dive into the worlds of football, pop culture, philanthropy, and more. This is Butkus Beyond the Line.
1: Roses are red and violets are blue. If you've got any sense, you'll keep Butkus away from you.
0: Welcome back to Butkus Beyond the Line. Today, we are joined by Lincoln Coleman, a former NFL fullback playing from 1993 to 2001 in both the NFL and Arena Football Leagues and a Super Bowl champion playing for the Dallas Cowboys in Super Bowl 28. But first, the huddle. 989 on two, on two, on two, ready? ready. On two, on two, on two, ready? ready. So what's going on, man? The d- We did the the draft was cool and the schedules came out. What'd
2: you think? Lots going on. Um, I'm loving the home opener. Packers at home. I think with uh, no Rodgers, it definitely plays in our favor. I think we're getting considerably better this year with the 10 rookies we're bringing in. I think the game's going to slow down for Fields quite a bit. And I don't know. I'm just really optimistic about it. What do you think?
0: Yeah, no, I like the if the guys stick, you know, I think we plugged a lot of holes that obviously offensive line and Defensive line, and I'm happy about that running back, and obviously they're all draft picks. So we got to see what what they do on the field. But I think all in all, you know, dr- you know, dropping back in the draft and picking up some extra draft picks, you know, I, think I it like
2: it. Works out favor.
0: Yep, I mean, and without Rodgers, I mean, I don't, you know, I don't. Obviously, I don't know how good Jordan Love is yet, but. You know, without a Hall of Famer on the team, it's, it's, they got to be, they have to drop a notch or two.
2: I, I mean, you'd have to think, <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, you're losing a Hall of Famer. A, I'd much rather be in a Bears fan shoes than a Packers fan Sure. Shoe. I'm just saying, just because of the, how the draft turned out. I think, I think the Bears. They took uh,
0: Campbell's teammate. Green Bay took over in, uh, in Iowa. Yeah. Our uh, Butkus winners teammate. Then they yeah. go, the Bears go to Tampa. What do you think?
2: It's a Ooh. winnable game, isn't it? I definitely think so. I think, uh, you know, who's, who's quarterback <laughs> in that club right now? Do you even know? Chad <laughs> Hankey or something? Yeah, so that's a
0: win. <laughs> Did they, they had to draft somebody, yeah. right? I mean, Did 11 quarterbacks. Did they pick
2: up Baker Mayfield?
0: I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> then they go to Kansas City. Should we just skip I mean, that I'm game? I'm
2: just gonna say, I'm just gonna say that eat I wish- the barbecue and go to the next game. Yeah, just keep everybody <laughs> fresh. You know, nobody gets hurt in that game, right? And, uh, and everybody gets a free bucket of barbecue wings or our, our barbecue wings go. on the way back. Yeah. Then the Broncos at home. That's a winnable uh, game. Oh, definitely the way the Broncos no the Broncos at Soldier Field, October first. Broncos at home. Okay, yeah, man. I mean, that's winnable. The, way the Broncos finished last year. I mean, I don't know.
0: You know, it's a funny story. A quick story is my high school quarterback is their new player personnel guy. So I think last year was his first year. I remember, so Elway little stepped little away, so he picks the team. Big Russell Wilson. So, team, so he man. did the Russell Wilson deal and all that. So we'll see how he does. Actually, I'll, I'll probably have dinner with him the night before the game because he'll be coming in. At Washington.
2: At Washington Yeah, Inter- Thursday think, night,
0: prime time. I were, think that's were,
2: winnable. I think so, too. I mean, they surprised a lot of people last year. Yep. Um, that's a Dr. Drew visit. Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah, we can see Dr. Drew. Then He's home against the Vikes. Uh-oh. Home against the Vikes. Um, uh,
0: yeah. What is Brian? That's Brian. That's Producer Brian. What, what do
2: you think, buddy? <laughs> it's going to be a tough one. Then your brother's in town. That's what I'm talking about, Jack. So October, October 22nd, the Raiders are in town. Uh, I can't wait. I, mean, oh, I have I'm, to get a friendly I'm, wager with you, bro, right? Oh, without a doubt. Are you Bears or Raiders in that game? Uh, oh, great question. Oh, uh, man. Uh, I'm going to go Bears. I right? <laughs> can't, can't stop now. You go against your brother? No,
1: it depends who
2: gives you he'll the tickets. Fine. Hey, I've been, it depends. I've been a fan of all seven of his other teams. So it we depends. Can, that, my, my uncle's coming in town. Nice. Too, so I think he's coming into Chicago, so we'll get to see him.
0: Probably that depends week. whoever gives you the tickets.
2: <laughs> right. And then and we're it's at. It's going to be good. What do you, how do you think McDaniels is going to command that squad next year? I mean. How did they do in the draft? I think I like Garoppolo. I like Garoppolo, too. If they can protect him. And you know, doesn't get the injury bug, you know, they can do a lot of things. I don't know how deep that that, team is, but I mean with the best receiver in the game, and you know, somebody who's that good tight end is gone, right? Quite a bit. Isn't that they have all the potential?
0: Isn't that good
2: tight end gone? Yeah, Waller. Where'd he go? I don't know where he went actually. Giants. Oh, really? G Man. -Man. Well, good well, we'll see. Uh, And then we have another at, at the Chargers. That's
0: another good quarterback, right?
2: Oh yeah. Herbert.
0: That'll be a nice maybe drive for my pops to go over to that game. It's not too far. That's right. So from Malibu? How far is it from Malibu? Uh it's quick. Is and it? then the Saints, that's a win. Carolina, that's a uh, win.
2: Home, <laughs> that's a
0: win. Detroit. That's a win. At Minnesota Monday night. I don't know. That'll anything. be tough.
2: That'll be tough.
0: Detroit again. They're getting better. At Cleveland, I was talking to Eric Anderson, and uh he's like, what come on that? in
2: town. Oh, nice. Our Michigan
0: uh Butkus winner. That's his town.
2: Yeah, I've actually never been never seen a Browns game in Maybe in, come maybe. with me. Road trip. I'll go. Road trip it, yeah. Then we got
0: Arizona at home. That should be a win. Atlanta should be a win. Atlanta should be a win. And then we're at Green Bay January 7th. You think that'll be cold?
2: Oh, man. It's going to be, yeah. Bring your earmuffs, brother. I'm really excited about this season. I mean, like I said earlier, I think the game's going to slow down for fields. They are going to have to do similar things to last year as far as rookies playing. Um, so they are, you know, a lot of these guys are going to have to play, but at the same time they, I see nothing but, you know, a really solid group of talented kids. Yeah. So, I mean, hopefully they adapt well and a lot of upside and, there and get some chemistry rolling. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think the, I think the front office and uh, Ryan Poles did great. Nice. Well, let's go talk to Lincoln.
0: I'm sure that's going to be real fun.
2: If you know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah. All righty, buddy. AmericanEagle.com has over two decades of experience designing websites that produce results. Their clients come to rely on them for full line of website services, from consulting and strategy to digital marketing, hosting, and support. AmericanEagle.com is the technology partner you need if you're looking for online success. They're also the official website and digital marketing provider for the Budkus Award and the Budkus Foundation websites, and we proudly recommend the team to AmericanEagle.com. Give AmericanEagle.com a call today. One eight seven seven web now one. Welcome back. We are joined
0: today by a former NFL fullback playing from 1993 to 2001 in both the NFL and arena football leagues, a Super Bowl champion playing for the Dallas Cowboys in Super Bowl 28, and a former Baylor Bear like my co-host Matt Amendola lincoln coleman welcome to the show what's going on buddy
1: how you doing man a pleasure meeting you guys how you doing uh, young buckets
0: i'm hanging in
1: there (laughs) yesterday
0: in chicago was sunny and today it was raining so if you know anything about the city of chicago the weather can change at a drop of a dime
1: you know I, i i lived um within an hour and a half of chicago for 11 years oh wow yeah, yeah, I see, uh, In Milwaukee, was it in Milwaukee? Or? I was in Milwaukee, played with the Milwaukee Mustangs for four years, and then I played uh, with the Grand Rapids Rampage for a year, retired, and then uh, started teaching and coaching and all of that stuff for about seven years in Grand Rapids. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, Chicago's a tough city, man.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Did you
0: go to any of those Summerfest concerts in Milwaukee?
1: Oh, what? <laughs> Heck <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, especially in Milwaukee, Milwaukee boy, it was fest city, man. Good <laughs> lord, it was always some Polish fest. It was you know something happening every week, man. And that boy, hey, yeah, yeah, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. Oh now, yeah, I learned how to party like a Irishman. Sure. <laughs> okay, okay, oh, St. St. Patrick's Day was my day. I went and bought myself a kilt. I was ready. I like it. <laughs> there you go.
0: You'd walk up to all the girls and ask them if they wanted to play your bagpipe.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> ah, yes, yes. I had never seen. We would we would be out the night before. They kick you out of the bar around three or so. Clean up all the blood and the and the in the beer, and then open it back up at four and get right back started, bro. I'd be out by 10 in the morning. I'm done.
3: Yeah.
0: Did you ever happen to do a St. Patrick's day in Chicago?
1: No. And let me tell you something. Listen, I'm, I'd like to think I'm a pretty tough guy and I have hung out in some rough cities. You know what I mean? Some rough towns. but I have not, I have not made the decision to go out in Chicago and venture into the rough <laughs> side of of, the, of Chicago, man. That's the one city I said I'm not going to mess around in. But Maryland, a buddy of mine, I played with uh, on, with the Cowboys. He had a weekend of, of events, and I, I came up. He flew us up for that, and, and he had uh, everything that he had. He was at, uh, like, Chicago Museum of Arts. Yeah. And, you know, so he had it all downtown. And... Um, and I didn't really leave the, that type of area. You know, I didn't, I didn't venture out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Any of that kind of stuff. You know what I mean?
2: Absolutely. How was, uh, how was it playing for Jimmy Johnson and the Cowboys? How was, uh, what was your favorite moment with them?
1: Well, you know, um, you hear stories about Jimmy. This was Jimmy in a nutshell. Um, I signed with the Cowboys coming from an arena football team, the Dallas, Texas. Mm-hmm. and my agent worked a deal out where see, the I was injured and so the Cowboys wanted to work me out instead of just sign me to a contract they wanted to see if that injury was okay but the Miami Dolphins they wanted to sign me as soon as I got on the plane so my agent said man let me work this deal out don't worry you're going to be a Cowboy and I said listen man don't mess this thing up you know but I trust you so he told the Cowboys well we're going to take uh, the, the offer that the Miami Dolphins are him, They're going to sign him as soon as he gets off the plane. They said, nope, fly him right here. Bring him right here to Austin. And they were already in training camp, you know.
3: Mm-hmm. And
1: they said, bring him to Austin. We're going to sign him. So I fly him to Austin. Everybody's already on the field. Um, they hurry up and get me my shoulder pads and, and my equipment. And uh they sign me up and, you know, give him a contract. And I run out on the field and I'm looking at the number one rush defense in the league. And Jimmy comes up to me and says, hey, I like how you worked that contract. He says, you have 10 plays to make this team. You're stretched out. I say, God dang. You're like, I I have not made it on the field yet, and (laughs) I've already pissed this man off. You're like,
0: you're like, hold on a minute, let me take off my (laughs) kilt.
2: That's a hell of a three point stance, son. (laughs) (laughs) Ah,
1: (laughs) Exactly, exactly. You got it right.
2: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Who was your favorite player, Lincoln, growing Mm -hmm. up? I mean, I know you. You know, grew up playing football at a high level. Who did you admire? Um, Earl Campbell, without oh, a doubt, totally, oh, wow. big time. Yeah, that
1: when I played football in the streets in my neighborhood, if, if somebody said, "Man, he's running, he's running the ball like Earl Campbell," that was the highest compliment you could pay. Yep. paid me. Oh yeah, you know, and that was oh wow, he was yeah, he's a man, buddy. He's a truck, he yeah. and I finally, when I was in high school, I got to meet Earl Campbell. Oh wow! And um, I went to visit the University of Texas. Uh, they flew, they flew down. My mother, my brothers, and 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 you know, we went down there for a recruiting weekend. And uh, my mother, who's a very persistent woman, <laughs> yeah. she wanted an autograph from uh, Errol Campbell. He said, "Well, I do have, you know, a piece of paper." And he, he had. And my mother said, "Well, you signed that shirt of yours." <laughs> and he said my shirt he said this is I had this shirt made for me and she, she was like well you know if you want my son you can get that you can sign that shirt well he <laughs> took the shirt off his back there you and go. He signed his shirt for my mother oh that's awesome And I still have it does she still have it yeah nice. she still has it yeah Earl's
2: well, a great guy I see him
0: I, yeah. I make it a uh, point to go out of my way every hall of fame when I, I go back with my dad He's, you yeah. know, he's wheel chairing around, but uh,
1: he's a good dude. I'm going to tell you something. I seen him about three or four years ago, and he was in, he came into Dallas for an event for Charles Haley. Mm-hmm. Him, Mean Joe Green, and, you know, all the guys that, that live here around, around the Dallas area. And um, we were talking to his his caretaker, his handler, his, you know, one of his, 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 I think it's his brother or something like that. And his brother told us the story. He said, "Listen, um, Earl's on a walker. Totally. This was before he was on in in the um, the wheelchair. Yeah, in the wheelchair. Yeah. He said before he walked into his building, he told me. He said said, put that walker up and give me the cane. He did not want us. He did not want us to see him on that walker. Yeah. and And no matter how much pain he was in, he showed up." And he put that he put that cane out there, and uh, he hung out, and laughed, and joked, and told stories, you know, with all the guys. So, yeah, he's yeah he was a tough was, old. He definitely old was boy. a battering
2: ram. Andy had speed, man. That was a different yeah. time, yeah. Uh, a different game completely.
1: Yeah, yeah. When they Compared said to run, run, game. run first, it, that was that was exactly what happened. You you gave that ball to Earl Campbell, you know, first, second, third, fourth. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? He was a a tough guy. But here's the stories that I like was, when he was in college, Mm -hmm. uh, his vacation days, you know, days he was out of school, he went home and he worked for his family. You know, he would work, you know, they they had that meat processing plant, Sure, and he would go out there and his brothers wouldn't let him, you know, he didn't have a day off. He would go and he'd go back to, you know, and uh he'd be working for his, his brothers and, and doing stuff like that. So he was always, you know, he was always the man to me.
0: Yeah, he's got like a sauce, like a sausage company.
1: Yeah. Uh, like yeah. Hot links. Yeah, Earl Campbell's, Those was hot links. <laughs> 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 Definitely.
2: What was it like winning the Super Bowl with the Cowboys, Lincoln?
1: Well, that, you know, I I go through training camp, all right, and mm-hmm. Uh, we get down to the last cuts, and Jimmy calls me to his office, and he goes, "Well, um, I'm going to have to cut you." And I instantly start crying. And he says, "Wait a minute, whoa, 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 whoa! It's a process. It's a it's, I have to cut you today and bring you back tomorrow to put you on the practice squad." And I didn't know anything, you know. I, I just right. my dream to be a Dallas Cowboy was over. Sure, with. sure. Oh, but it was yeah, just that, you know, uh, pro- yeah is one of the moves to get you down to, to 48 and then they can, you know, get get it back up to 53. Just being on the team was crazy. So here I am, practice squad guy for the first six weeks, and I'm just getting comfortable being a practice squad guy where I have to go out and piss off the number one defense in the league every day because I have to go hard every day and they are not trying to hear it. <laughs> Right. Every day in the locker room, they're like, Link, slow it down. (laughs) Link, not too hard today. Link, I ain't feeling it today. Link. And I'm telling them, hey, I'm trying to make the team. It's my my job. It's my ass is on the line if I don't go out there and I give you 100%. Because Jimmy's watching me too. And they know that, you know. Mm -hmm. And um, all of a sudden, you know, one day I get the call that I'm on the – Active roster. Nice. And I go out and um, they, uh, we're playing Atlanta. And they, they, we ended up taking three run, running backs. Derek Lassick was uh, the backup to Emmett. And then I backed up uh, Derek Lassick we, when we were in Atlanta and Emmett gets hurt. I didn't see the field that day. That very next week, we're playing uh, Thanksgiving Day. That was the day that I ended up, you know, that was my big game, my first, first time playing in the NFL. I thought that was the most incredible, you know, experience ever in the NFL until we walked on the field for the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. There was nothing like it, man. Yeah. Absolutely nothing like it. We showed up in Atlanta. Um, you know how they have the host committee out? They got the the mayor and, you know, all of these big wigs. They showed up at, at our hotel and they were like, yay. We wanna tell you about this, that and the other thing and but stepping onto that field for the game is like you you're not even touching the ground. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you're not touching the ground. It's just, you know, and I was scared that I was gonna to touch the ball and I I ended up playing in the game. Nice. But I was just I was, I just i did I didn't wanna be the guy who made the mistake of losing losing that game. Sure. For for you know, for my team. So yeah, it was that that was it was scary, it was exciting, it was it was it was all that wrapped in one little ball, you know. Lincoln, do you know Kenny Gantt? <laughs> I might know Kenny Gantt.
3: <laughs>
0: no, I'm I'm texting with him and I'm I told him that I have you on and he's laughing.
1: Yeah, I know. He, hey I just uh we played in the golf tournament a couple of weeks ago um uh, out at the Cowboys golf course jerry used to allow you if you played around the golf out there you could drink beer free and um he cut that out quickly as soon as you know all the old cowboys you know hit the course <laughs> they, we 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 should be out there every day you know and uh he cut all that out so you now you got to pay some little you know you got a little price to pay <laughs> you can't drink free Ke- anymore I said. right yeah exactly you can't drink free anymore buddy that's you know. funny Well, I got to
2: hear the stories about the White House. I mean, I know that Michael Irvin had touched on it earlier, but I mean, can you give us a little insight on that? I mean, I don't know where you want to go,
1: but. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. I had once left Dallas and um, a researcher researcher for the book Boys Will Be Boys called me and offered me $75,000 to tell stories about all of that. And instantly, I said no, because I didn't want to get banned from being in, in Dallas anymore. But <laughs> earlier this year, Emmett and I did a documentary about the White House. And so that that gave me an opportunity to to tell uh, some stories about how we, you know, did our thing over there. And, uh, <laughs>
2: right. The broken glass everywhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> I remember. Yeah, yeah, man. But it was. I'm, I'm gonna tell you a, a, a crazy. Okay, it's '94. We just lost to the San Francisco 49ers in the NFC Championship game, and we got our we got our wives, we got our girlfriends out there in in California. They're shopping there because they're we're getting ready to go to this to the Super Bowl, you know. And so for us to lose was a huge surprise. And we just went back to back. Mm -hmm. And so we were thinking, you know, three peak. And Michael Irvin comes into the locker room and says, hey, everybody, get your shit on. We're flying back to Dallas right now. And we're like, wait a minute. What about, you know, (laughs) we got wives and girlfriends out here. And both. Their ass is going to. Or both. They got a big, (laughs) yeah, they fly out tomorrow, whenever the hell they go, you know what I mean? And so we get back before they do. (laughs) I mean, a group of, of young men sitting in one room in, in, no, in I'm sorry, in this house, and we all all we did was bitch about that game.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. That was oh, it, it was crazy, and there was women everywhere, women everywhere, women oh, everywhere. I can imagine. Yeah. But it was F. Dion you know Oh, right you Right. you know what i mean cuz yeah he
2: was on the 49ers that year
1: yeah that's he was funny. on the 49ers
0: that year did he go from Dallas to the Niners or Niners to Dallas he went from Niners
1: to Dallas oh okay you went from Niners to Dallas oh i got you yeah that's, that's right
3: started right. in Atlanta
1: yeah 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 he started in Atlanta and then and he went to yeah he went to the 49ers in 94 and then came to Dallas in 95 yeah.
0: He seems to be getting a lot of pub these days, right, with
1: Colorado? Yeah. You know, here's the thing. He's a really good coach, but the really the thing about him is he he got he hires a bunch of really good coaches. Sure, that's 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 yeah.
0: well, that's a sign of a good leader, you know.
1: Yeah. You know, there's a lot of guys that you know, he's been talking to Saban. You you, you can tell he's been talking to Saban because Saban hires a bunch of great coaches. Yeah, he does. You know, and so he's doing a great job of hiring these coaches and getting them, you know, acclimated to the how these young kids are today. Because I was watching, I I seen one guy that I knew, I knew from way back, a coach. One I can't think of his name right now. He's like ultra cool. With he's a great
2: recruiter. (laughs) Right, he's a great recruiter too. It's yeah, yeah. It's like like the the social
0: media and on camera, you know, like. Back when uh, when I played at Southern Cal, that's how John Robinson was. He got really good coaches, and yeah. then he would you know laugh and talk to the media and the alumni, and you know do all that stuff. He was really good at. And then he would you know he he knew how to coach, but mostly yeah. it was the coordinators and the position coaches that were really good and carried the team. So yeah,
2: the cra- one of the craziest things about Dion is the fact that he made up an alter ego. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Neon Dion and or no, what was that? Your prime time. Prime time. And then so I mean if social media would have been around then, I mean the memes would have been just everywhere. But he's man, definitely but ahead of his time as far as dealing with the media. That's
1: best great. defensive back ever in the history of the game.
2: <laughs>
3: really?
1: Yeah. Yeah. With, without a doubt. With
2: without any tackles.
1: Yeah, with, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Without a doubt, man. Yeah, you can tell by the way. I mean, the the guy played. I mean, his talent level and work ethic was, I mean, bar none. Nobody could. I um Green.
0: Yeah, I was just going to say Daryl Green.
1: Yeah. Oh, Daryl. You know Green. what I mean? Yep. Daryl Green from Washington. You know, up there with him. But
2: we we talked to a lot of linebackers around here. What? Uh, who's the toughest linebacker you've
1: ever faced? I actually played against. Um, Lawrence Taylor in his last year. Oh, wow. And we were still tr- trying to send three people to block him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. We were still saying, okay, we're going to put a tight end on his side, and then we're going to run a full back to him, and then if you check out <laughs> the, the backfield to his side, make sure you check him first, and then check him again, and then <laughs> go into your route. Right. <laughs> That's what we did with Lawrence Taylor, his very last year in the league. Yeah. He's a definite yeah. guy. They,
0: they had a good set of linebackers then, right? Was it yeah. Carson and oh, yeah. Banks? And, yep. Yep. And
1: yeah. Yep. We had, that, we, had that, we, had a, we had a rough one against them up there in, uh, in New York at the end of the year to, to uh, get that uh, first week by. We had to go up there and beat them. And uh, Emmett had that uh, bruised shoulder. Oh, I mean, yeah. he separated. His yeah, right. and people didn't didn't understand. He actually separated his shoulder. Wow. Um, his shoulder was. I mean, we get, we after the game was over with, uh, we get on the plane. He's in the back of the plane. His his shoulder turns black to blue to purple to, I mean he I mean uh he cried all the way from New York to Dallas. Oh man, getting back to the house. Yeah, he, that was. Uh, <laughs> he cried. Was,
0: he cried all the way home, but then he started to smile after the White House.
2: <laughs> Real quick, turn that found upside down, my friend. <laughs>
1: hey, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, man. Yeah, but the White House was everything. It was a frat house. It was. Um, I was telling a buddy of mine the other day. It was. Uh, you know how you walk off the back of your the, the practice field, jump the gate. Yep. That, that, the house was right there. You can jump the back <laughs> gate. And the house is right there. I used to break in the back window when I didn't have my key or I'd break in the garage, you know, but I was getting in the house, man. Oh, man. Yeah.
0: What are you doing these days? I, you got uh, into coaching too,
1: right? After I'm everything. Getting, I'm about to get back into coaching. Uh, when I was up in Michigan, when I was in Grand Rapids, I had I did a little high school coaching. I did arena, uh, coaching arena football as well. I got a, a buddy of mine that's that's gonna help me uh see if I can uh do some NFL coaching. I would love to be an associate coach, uh running back coach with with someone. That's my goal. My real goal is to be a front office guy. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you. Um I'd love to know you know, learn the nuts and bolts of a team and and uh and see how that goes. You know what I mean? Yeah, are you living in uh, Dallas now? Oh, I live in Dallas. Yeah, I'm oh. born and raised right here in Dallas. Okay. Yeah, I'm born and raised right here in Dallas. So this nice. is, uh, yeah, this is where I'm from, my brother. I know <laughs> you're
2: working with the American Heart Association. I know that's one of the charities that we talked about earlier.
1: Yeah, this is, well, well what I do is we have signed jerseys. Mm-hmm. They, they sell signed jerseys. Um, the American Heart Association does. And I sign them and they mail them off. And uh, uh, I got a, a friend of mine who, who her son that was in a car accident and uh, got a little brain damage and uh, can't walk. And, I mean, I'm it's and her son's an adult. Uh, it was I think he's like 28, and uh, now she's back taking care of him like he's a child. You know what I mean? So, so we uh, we're gonna try and get some funds to her as well. But uh, mainly, right now, I just uh, just sign jerseys for the American Heart Association and see see what we can do to help, you know, through that way. Well, that's good. Yeah. Go also, ahead. the bridge we try to help out with the bridge uh, is uh, one of the organization that uh, a buddy of mine. Uh, it's a homeless shelter here in mm-hmm. Dallas.
2: That's right. Yeah,
1: I've heard yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I've actually yeah. been
2: there. No, yeah, I've actually been there. I had to do some research on an individual who was homeless, and I had to go to the bridge to try and find him,
1: yeah so the, my um, uncle yeah my I had a couple of uncles that uh, we had to we found down at down there at the at the at that shelter, so it's a little uh, rough place. Place to, yeah, it's, it's closer to the heart right there Mm-hmm.
2: but about transitioning into the out of the game? what was the hardest part about transitioning from football, something that you loved and did all the time? To the real
1: world. Well, I'ma t i am going to tell you like this. Um I for about a year, uh, I didn't I very rarely left the house. Um I was I was depressed all the time. I had other folks get my get my food, get my drugs, get my alcohol, you know. Um my girlfriend at the time, she was more like, you know, she was my support group. Mm-hmm. And I finally kind of left the house and um, another buddy of mine asked me, hey, man, you know, um, why don't you come out and, you know, coach, you know, coach these uh, high school kids. And I started, and and so I kind of came out and he said, well, you're going to get your teacher certificate to coach you in the state of Michigan. So I went and got my teaching certificate. And first year out the booth, I coached Steve. Running backs and linebackers, and my running back linebacker was a high school Heisman nice. for the state of Michigan. Oh, cool! He won high school Heisman. Okay. He was a, a player of the year. He went to Notre Dame. <laughs> the second year, I became the head coach of the of the high school, and and I coached the running back linebackers. And that player of the he he won the Heisman for the state of Michigan. He won. Player of the Year, and he ended up going to Alabama as a running back. Oh, wow. So it was I, – I was having a blast coaching the kids. The tough part was I had a I had a really talented group of, of kids that I, that I was coaching. I that, age, rather, that age
2: group's hard to work with sometimes for
3: sure.
1: No, no, no. It wasn't the fact that they was, it was the age group. It was the fact that they were talented. They thought they could, all they had to do was roll a helmet out on the field, and, <laughs> and you know what I mean. Not that, practice
0: it. and everything like that.
1: That's man, they didn't have to come to practice on time. They didn't have to do. I'm, I'm, I am i i, I did not There was stuff that I did not understand coming from where I came from. You know, I, I didn't come from a bro. I, 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 my, 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 still had my mom and daddy. Okay, yeah. married forty eight years, forty eight years. You know what I mean? So I didn't understand broken broken home. You know, I didn't understand one parent, one parent homes. Sure. You know, I my my first year, I had a running back linebacker, and and he missed about three or four days. And I go to the head coach, and I said, "Say, man, when I see him, I'm going to kick his butt. I'm going to run him up and down the field, and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that." He said, "No." He said, "Look, uh, you got to understand something. His family, they're, they're family of drug dealers. Um, they uh they got busted, and the boys are." Oh, wow. Over in you know uh, this boys' home and Shelter, the girls yeah. over in the girl home, they've separated. This that and, and I'm going oh damn, you know I didn't know anything about that. Right. Also we had we had a boys' home that was connected to my high school, mm-hmm. to to the high school. They, they they were enrolled in our high school. And when I became a head coach, I had this one kid who was he was part of that boys' home. Him and his brother. And he come up to me every day. Hey, coach, I'm coming out. I want to play football. And he was a very, very good state championship boxer. And I said, hey, man, no problem. I, I got you. You Whenever you're ready to get out, I'm ready for you. And so he shows up on a Wednesday, about oh. the third game in of the season. Mm-hmm. And he wants to play. He's, he's in shape. You know, he's a boxer, this, that, and other thing. But he's not in football shape. Um, right. So I bring him out and bring him to the game on that Friday. This is two days. He had maybe one day of practice. And so my job as a coach is to put him in position to be successful. So I would put him in one play in the game mm-hmm. and then I'd just pull him out. And he's getting <laughs> right. upset with me. Okay. Uh, yeah. He's up, he's pissed. Okay. And so I'm like, listen, man, I, I, I don't want you to get, you know, I want you to love this game. I don't want you to, you know, get, you know, drug all, all over this field and so he's you know and i put him in there again you know certain situations and then i pull him out he is getting heated so i do it again he comes out and he calls me every name in the book <laughs> grabs me and i take his tail and i drive him all the way over to the bench and i tell him i said listen man this is my goddamn field don't you ever put your hands on me ever again i will take And rip your head off, rip shit down your throat, and you know what I mean. I'm giving them, I'm reading them the riot act. All the coaches stop, and they pull me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so they pull me away, and and we we dropped the issue, and then after the game, I don't know. I I I didn't grow up like that. I don't know anything about all of this. Yeah, you know what I mean. So i have on the fly. I gotta learn. How to deal with everybody individually? Sure. You know, when people, when when students walk into my classroom, I can't. I, little Johnny is is coming in like little little Jeffrey. Right, everybody's got. You know I mean, yeah.
2: yeah, everybody
1: oh, yeah. got their own problems coming into that classroom, so I can't teach the same teach every kid the same as I would teach you know the other kid on the on the other side of the room. So I, I had a the learning curve. Man, I had to learn. I had to really learn, you know, uh, yep. to be uh, a human first. Great. But I had a situation, man. Okay, I had this situation. We're playing this team, big, huge black team out of Lansing, Michigan. Okay, and I had I had a, a, a my little receiver was also my kicker. Okay, mm-hmm. a little white dude, little white dude. He had a minor injury. All right, minor injury. And so and so we're out there stretching before the game. The big team comes out, you know, the band beating on the drums and the big team comes out. You know, you know what I mean? They intimidating, they sure. basically like Shaka Zulu, boom 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 boom, <laughs> boom, 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 You know what I mean? Yeah. And oh, so yeah. and so my coaches come over to me and they say, Hey, mm-hmm. hey coach, you need to go talk to your kicker man. He's saying that he's he's injured. He's saying that he's not gonna be able to kick for you today. And I go, what the hell? He's been kicking all uh, all week. What's what's going on? So I go over to him. I say, "Hey man, what's going on with you, coach?" Is a little, I, I'm I'm not really feeling it today. I have my hamstring and and my, you know, and everything. But he's not looking at me. He's looking over there at the other damn team. Oh no. You know what I mean? So I'm like, hey, him. hey, 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 what's going on, man? What's going on? And he's looking over at the other damn team. I said, man, I said, if I need one. One point to win. Can you put that ball through the, through the post for me? Yeah. He looks over. He looks at me, looks over at the other team, looks back at me and says, Coach, I can't do it. And I can't. God dang it. So the whole game, I got to go for two because I do have a backup kicker, but we didn't practice him all week. <laughs> right. At all. So I'm not going to destroy this dude's life by you know, okay, it's your turn. You got to get the hell out there and try to kick a goddamn. You know, all the all the kicks for. Us. So we get we we made a couple of two point conversions. We 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 didn't make a couple of two two point conversions. We get down to we need a kick, wrong oh boy, to win it. Just an extra point. That's it to win the damn game, man. Oh. And I go for two, and the crowd is already ready to rip my head off. <laughs> they don't know why, right? Right. They don't know why they, they, this kid quit on me, oh, okay? Man. But I'm not gonna rat the kid out. You know, I'm not gonna right. say this this, this motherfucker over here <laughs> just quit <laughs> on me before the damn game. You know, what I'm right? <laughs> I mean? But I just left it alone. He
0: quit before yeah. I he quit before I could get him to talk to the lineman.
3: <laughs> settle him down. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? And we didn't get the two-point conversion. Oh. The game. Oh man, and I'm cursed. I'm walking off the field, and the fans are cursing. Oh, I they're talk. wearing you out. Yeah, they're wearing me out. And I'm just like, uh, I'll take it this week. <laughs> Whatever happened to that kid? Did that that kicker come back and help you? Ever? You know what? I let him back. You know what I mean? I, I, he was just scared, man. He was so scared. <laughs> and I am just like, man, Backer. I just said, bro, I need you on the, just to kick. Right. He was a receiver too. That was, that was the part that was scary. He was, he was scared he was going to have to go out there and catch a couple of balls across the middle. <laughs> <And> <laughs> That'll wake like him gonna up. Take, yeah. Somebody's going to take his head off, you know? Well, yeah. So, oh man. Yeah. He was, oh my goodness. He lost his nerve so quick. It was, yeah, yeah, it was a mess. <laughs> what,
3: about,
2: what about game plan? I know we talked about it earlier. I know you, what was some of the, I mean, we talked about how teams would, would kind of steal game plans from other teams. I know we talked about it in a previous situation. What was the most crazy thing you've ever heard as far as teams going out of their way to get the edge?
1: Um, We would send prostitutes to to the hotels uh, oh, of of, uh, of the visiting team. We made sure you know the head, the people that needed to be tired got tired. <laughs> Lawrence Taylor, you're going to be tired, buddy, OK? <laughs> Ronnie Lott, you're going to be tired, buddy, OK? Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see that documentary. What's that documentary called again? I, I don't, you know, I'm not sure what they're going to call it, but oh, but right now, um, HBO is uh, HBO and a couple of, uh, a lot, well, Paramount and a couple of the streaming sites are, um, in a bidding war. Yeah.
0: yeah. Now is in that you and Emmett war? or is is Mike and a couple other guys yeah. in that? Yeah.
1: yeah. 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 A couple other guys are in it. Emmett and I, with, uh, I came in when Emmett was holding out with his contract mm-hmm. deal and but when Emmett came in Emmett you know took all the running backs under his wing yeah one well, nice and, and so we all hung out all the time you know i had uh i i had i had one we used to you know i used to stay over at his he had a condo at that time he didn't have the house at that time and um i would wake up and i, I looked on his his computer desk and he had a check like 262 grand. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, well, this check would have already evaporated inside my bank. <laughs> Why is it still sitting here on your, you know what I mean? Right. Man, I, I made, see, back in 93, mm-hmm. for 53 players, the salary cap was $36 million. Okay. So 53 guys had to split. 36 million Mm -hmm. today, it's like
3: 192. Sure,
1: yep. You see what I'm saying? So, Emmett at five million dollars, I was his backup at 175 grand. Mm. The disparity was just nuts. That is wild, yeah. You know, but some of these
3: guys,
0: and today it's kidding, and today it's look at it today, it's crazy. I think it's crazy this year,
1: yeah. Yeah! Oh, yeah! It's going up every year. Yeah, what does yeah. the top really? running
0: back in the league make this these days? Ten million. Um, fifteen yeah, million. Eight, eight, eight to twelve million. Jeez! Imagine if you were making eight million back then. <laughs> would you be alive right now?
1: <laughs> hey! No way! Hey, let me, let me tell you something. Good lord. <laughs> well,
0: it's good that all that's in the past. Right? There you go. You make it back to um and you go to Cowboys. Do you go to the Cowboy games? Yes I do.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Yes I do. What do you and, think? Uh, how their team's gonna okay. be Okay, here's yeah, well here's oh. the deal on that. Here's the deal on that. I think that the Cowboys right now, they are uh Jerry Jones is a grandfather and that's how he Treats him, you know, he's making a lot of money. Yes, he is. um Making a lot of money just selling hats and shirts and and anything. Dallas oh, yeah. Cowboys. Big, big, big marketing deals. Yeah. Big marketing deal. Winning. Yeah, I dig it. If we win, I hear you. It's all good in, in Jerry's eyes. But I don't think the Super Bowl is big. And for him right now right, right. He he is, like that, he fan. you think that can do it i don't think that can do it uh, I, I i don't i don't think he's the he's the guy to, to get us there i you know what, what i would like i would like tony romo to come back and be a uh, quarterback coach oh right yeah i would love to see tony romo as a quarterback coach yeah that would
2: be great yeah I don't
0: know if he'd be like, okay, I'll just what what's he getting for announcing this year? 15 million?
1: 17 million. Jesus.
0: Yeah.
2: That's incredible.
0: Right. Yeah, and we're doing million. and we're doing this for free. <laughs>
1: there you go Man, exactly. I need to hold out. We all need to hold out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We man. need to all put on kilts
0: and hold out. Tell them we're all going to <laughs> Miami.
1: <laughs> Tell them we're all going to Miami. Yeah, Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but no, no, he he, uh, he would. I think he would be an excellent, excellent coach, and yeah. I think that's his. You know, after he he they almost tried to run him out of the uh, studio uh, last year because they said he was getting lazy in his oh, really? play calling. Yeah something about uh, yeah, they said he was getting a little lazy with his play calling. Though, like you well, know? he was
2: predicting some of the plays, like every game, there'd be a couple. Yeah, of them, pretty exactly. much. I'll say exactly.
1: Oh,
0: I see. I was, I didn't. So, oh, when he was announced, he'd tell everybody what was coming. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. yeah. And they, He's got like, Dallas got mad at him, or the network fans. Oh, fans are like, just shut up. We want to watch the play.
3: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. I got <gotcha>. you. <laughs>
1: Yeah. exactly right. how do you like that coach there any coach that shows up in dallas and he's not the general manager as well or mm-hmm. someone else has to be the general manager is, is 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 doomed to fail yeah i just don't i i'm i'm I mean, i'm i'm pessimistic right now with the cowboys i just don't think they can that they, they don't have guys you see michael parsons he's Trying to uh, uh, play, he, he's he's looking to play for the Philadelphia Eagles, right? You hear about that?
0: No, he's one of our right. Butkus Award winners. Trying, trying to get out of Dallas. He's trying to yeah, get out of Dallas. Yeah, he's trying
1: to get out of Dallas. Wow. To go play for his hometown, you know, Philadelphia uh, Eagles. Ooh, tell him to come here.
2: <laughs> tell him to come to
1: Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We could. Have been- Definitely. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's crazy, man. That's um, I just don't. They just don't have that button, that, that that thing that you turn on in the playoffs to to get you to where you need to be. And then everybody else has gotten so much better. Mm-hmm. Yep. They, there was
2: Eagles the, especially.
1: Yeah, the Eagles. They went out and said, "We are going to the Super Bowl again." Yeah. Oh. They went and did it in the uh, draft.
0: I was kidding with uh, Nicobe Dean, another uh, Butkus winner over in Philly. I'm like, you're the Philadelphia
2: Bulldogs now.
1: Yeah, they exactly. all Georgia guys.
2: Nolan's all the Georgia
1: guys. <laughs> yep.
2: Yeah, that's a hell of a program too to to mirror. You know what I mean? I mean,
1: that's crazy. Some
2: big dogs over there. They don't <laughs> play games. Crazy man.
0: So crazy. Well, all right, man. We're gonna let you go. We gotta get we gotta get going. We're going to a St. Patrick's Day party in Milwaukee.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey. And guess for, what? You're invited. In. Yeah. Oh, there you go.
1: Hey, thanks for hey. Thanks for having me on the show, bro. You got yeah, it. And when I, I when I visit it, when I visit Tola and
0: Dallas, we'll uh we'll definitely go out.
1: Okay. Okay, you got it, brother. All right. Thanks all a right. lot, man take it all easy right. all right bye
0: thank you to lincoln coleman for joining the show today and thank you to my co-host matt amendoa follow us on our social channels listed in the show description and the butkus for updates on this podcast if you're interested in purchasing number 51 merchandise please go to dickbutkus.com be sure to follow this podcast on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode This podcast is brought to you by AmericanEagle.com studios. I am Matt Butkus, and we'll catch you in the next episode. AmericanEagle.com has over two decades of experience designing websites that produce results. Their clients have come to rely on them for a full line of website services from design and development to digital marketing, hosting, and support. AmericanEagle.com is a technology partner you need if you're looking for online success. They work with clients in nearly every industry. They also are the official website and digital marketing provider for the Butkus Award and Butkus Foundation websites, and we proudly recommend the team at AmericanEagle.com. Give AmericanEagle.com a call today, 1-877-WEB-NOW-1. That's AmericanEagle.com,
3: 1-877-W-E-B-N-O-W-1.